welcome to the Mindset Mashup. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, TV host on Extra, master brand strategist, author on gratitude, and co-founder of Mindset Programs. And I dig deep to bring you closer to your best life in this lively, unfiltered, and heart-centered podcast. The Mindset Mashup is a compilation of real talks focused on epic mindset rituals and routines to help you get after your passion and potential. Tune in each Monday for inspirational guests who reveal their mindset must to help you optimize what matters most, self-love, impact, fulfillment. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the Mindset Mashup. Well, today we're turning the tables and we're putting me on the opposite side of the mic and I am sharing with you an interview that pretty much went viral last week on Kayla Craft's top, top 100 podcast called the Mommy Millionaire Podcast. And she's up to, it'll be about 3 million downloads in just a couple more months. She's on a wildly successful trajectory. She's a nurse turned mommy millionaire. She is self-made and she is on a mission to help women entrepreneurs explode in business. And in fact, the way that we connected was through some mutual friends about a year ago, but then she asked me to speak at the first ever Mommy Millionaire Live event, the number one business conference for women a few months ago. And I think I shared about that here. And that's how we connected. It was such a beautiful experience for me. And then she invited me on her podcast. And in fact, I was going to have her on this podcast, but we decided that what we would do is give you a sense of her by me putting her interview of me on hers here. Hopefully that made sense. But we'll definitely make sure that in the show notes, you can check her podcast out and by all means, I would love for you to dive deeply into her work because she's got some really cool stuff. In this episode, you are going to discover a little bit more about me, including my time on The Apprentice way back, owning who you are and quitting the things that no longer serve you. In fact, I had a blog called Quit to Win for a long time. I really talk about embracing and learning how to trust yourself. I talk about my top communication and self-confidence tips, getting more comfortable. She called it selling. I would call it serving and why it's a necessity and uh, what a business incubator is and what you'll get from that and what you'll get from me and my idea of what it is to be shameless. So we discussed that. That's the way she ends all of her interviews, just like I end all of mine on fulfillment. But I really do hope that you guys enjoy this. And I think if anything, it'll give you just another perspective of me and my journey of getting here. I love this talk. I really did. And it was wonderful to receive so many messages from people that listen to her podcast that I have never met, let me know what resonated and what they learned and what they were inspired by. So I'm deeply moved and uh, wanted to share it with you. Also, I would be remiss if I didn't mention what was happening on Facebook. You guys, there is a worldwide Facebook live challenge happening. I started this, uh, let's see, in real time today is the 22nd of February uh, is when I'm recording this intro. And (laughs) I want everyone to feel more liberated, right, from fear and insecurities that would hold us back. And getting on video is a really wonderful way to connect, to communicate, to serve. That's the way I would look at it. And to really give to others, like, right, add value to your feed, get out of your own way, and really bust through comfort zones. And especially when you can do it in a group that's designed specifically for that. So there's about 800 of us right now in real time. Probably by the time you listen to this, there'll be about a thousand people, the group is going to grow. I mean, it'll be probably tens of thousands of people, my guess, um, very soon because people are coming in that I've never met, don't even know how they heard of the group. But it is really striking a chord. Why? Because people know that they want to, they really want to try video and would like to see where that could lead them. You all may know, but my very first Facebook Live challenge was on Valentine's Day 2018. So a little over a year ago, I did my very first one inspired by Nicole Sylvester, who's a spiritual success coach and my dear friend. She's going to be on this podcast soon. 
and I'm going to be on hers and I'll share that one with you here as well. But she inspired me after a soul cycle class uh, a little north of a year ago. And I was scared. I didn't, you know, even though I've done TV forever and I have a tremendous amount of experience on live TV, doing a Facebook live was a whole nother Oprah, as I would say. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's that, that's really deeply intimate. It's super personal, like to share myself in that way to my quote community and people that I know and what would people think. And let me just tell you right now, busting through all that was one of the most liberating things I've ever done. And then lo and behold, in less than nine months time, I was able to generate a six-figure side hustle by starting online group coaching programs. I started masterminds and now I'm doing all kinds of stuff. And it all began with a Facebook Live. Now, Nicole, same thing. About three years ago, she did her very first Facebook Live challenge. Someone encouraged her. And she generated a multiple six-figure business in the last few years. So who knows where it will take you? But now I'm doing speaking events with like top spiritual gurus from all around the world. I'm in seeing Dave Asprey's annual Bulletproof Biohacking Conference. It's coming up in April, which by the way, if you're interested, let me know. Hit me up on my website, michelle-sorrow.com. I've got a special $200 savings for you there. There are so many goodies and so many gifts and uh, possibilities that could happen from you guys stepping up and allowing yourselves to be seen. In fact, let me just share a little tidbit that I think you'll find interesting. There's a question that I ask anyone who wants to join the Facebook Live Challenge on Facebook. Just search that and you'll find it. We'll put the link right here in the show notes. You don't have to answer these questions by any means, and it's totally free, by the way, and I'm just giving, giving, giving. I want to. I just really want to help uplift you and inspire you to do the same. So join, join, join. But one of the questions that I ask if you choose to answer, and about 70 people who've joined so far have answered, out of the 70% who've answered, the question that is the following, why do you want to join the Facebook Live Challenge? About 90% of them, and some of you are included, had the same answers. It was one of two. Either I really want to bust through my comfort zone and gain more confidence, or the other one, which really actually touched my soul, was I'm done playing small. I no longer want to isolate and I want to allow myself to be seen. Something along those lines. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of similar responses. Whew, striking a chord big time. So if you're feeling that, if you're intrigued, if you're curious at all, come check it out. It's a public group. You can poke around. And if you want to join us, you can start at any time. There's no start date. There's no end date. It's a 30-day daily Facebook Live challenge. And I'm telling you right now, you do not know where it will lead, but it will lead somewhere that will be on your imagination. So I say that because it's like, hey, thousands and thousands of you listen to this podcast every single week. And if you're not doing it, but you feel called to step up in a little bit more visible way, then this might be a wonderful way for you to do it where you're in an environment and in a community from people all around the world, beautiful souls just like you, who that's all we're doing. We're doing that together. There's no promoting. There's no selling. There's no marketing. There's nothing happening in there except for Facebook Live videos. Oh my God, it's amazing. Anyway, I'm fired up about it. I'm deeply inspired by it. And so is everyone else. It's fun in there. So anyway, if you're interested, uh, the link is in the show notes. I'd love to have you there. But in the meantime, back to our regularly scheduled program. Here's me on Kayla Craft's top 100 podcast, The Mommy Millionaire. Enjoy. Each one of you listening knows who you really are. Be more of that. Break through the fear by expressing yourself a little bit more, speaking up, voicing your opinion. Hey babes, it's Kayla Craft with the Mommy Millionaire Podcast. I'm a mom of three littles, ER nurse turned self-made millionaire and lifestyle entrepreneur. I am bringing you inspiring stories, business and mindset tips to help you be shameless in pursuing your ambitions. Hey guys, so excited about today's episode because it's my good friend, Michelle Soro. And if you guys ever watch TV, you may have seen her on Extra TV. She is an amazing host and she's decided to start incubators to help people build businesses and learn how to pitch themselves. She has consulted over 4,000 hours with QVC on how to help brands seriously sell $10 million in one hour on those shows. It's insane. 
seen the level of success that she has been able to have. And she decided to come on our show to teach all of you guys how to communicate better on video, how to sell without being slimy, and also just how to walk around with certainty that you are the special sauce. And um, we talked a lot about mindset, but one of the things that I love about Michelle is like, she is who she is online, offline. She is as real as it comes. And she is just all about lifting up people around her. And she talks so highly of just everybody in her life. I've never heard her say one bad thing about anybody. And um, I think you guys are going to take away a ton of nuggets. Please while you're listening to this, take notes. There are so many like quotable moments. It's insane. And I hope you just like write it down, engrave it in your heart, and then go and take action after this. And I challenge all of you guys to do a video on Facebook Live, Instagram Live. Maybe it's just an Insta story, but put yourself out there because you're going to feel more certain about what you have to offer after listening to this episode. So I, I love you guys. And let's dig into today's episode. I'm really excited, you guys, because today we get to have Michelle Soro. And if those of you guys that experienced major FOMO because you were not at Mommy Millionaire Live, you didn't get the opportunity to hear from this amazing woman. And I know she was a highlight of most people's weekend because she had like she had like 30 minutes and she got up there and just like completely changed the energy in the place. Like you could feel her just light up the entire room. And so I'm so excited to have her on the podcast today. So um, Michelle, welcome. (laughs) It's so nice to hear your voice. I feel like we're back in the room at the Lido Hotel. It was such a magical experience. Um, And what you created there, Kayla, was, yeah, anyone listening, if you weren't there, major FOMO because it was truly special. And I just, I salute you for putting that on. There's so much work that goes into it and you put your heart and soul into it and you could feel it. It was palpable in the room. And every woman that I met was just a powerhouse in her own way. And so thank you for giving me that opportunity. Yes, of course. All right. Mm -hmm. So let's dig into today because I'm really excited because you have amazing nuggets to give people on how to become a successful businesswoman. And there's so many things you do. I mean, seriously, I I Googled you before, you know, (laughs) I asked you to, to be on at my event and I didn't know you were on The Apprentice. Oh my gosh. You found that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. How was that being on The Apprentice? I mean, that's yeah. Like how crazy. I would say, okay. So just to backtrack on that, um, it was 2007. It was about the peak of the market. No, it was, yeah, it was at the peak of the market in real estate, which was my business for 10 years. I know you had another career before this as well. And so, and I was looking at the fact that I was working a hundred hours a week, but not totally passionate. And I didn't really know what else I could do. Um, cause I had also gotten used to a certain lifestyle, uh, financially travel the world, whatever, buy condos, whatever I wanted here in LA. And, uh, and so I didn't know how to start over. And my mom and all her brilliance, you know, and of course her love for her daughter knew no bounds. So she was like, you should go on The Apprentice and who knows what could come from that. And so that was our thought of, well, I didn't think I'd become like a TV reality star. I just thought maybe there'd be some great headhunter out there. <laughs> that, that was my mindset. Um, I didn't really know how to do it on my own at that point. And uh, so I went on and... Um, before we even did the first task that is not caught on camera, uh, it's just to figure out who's going to go on which team because there's two teams on the show. I knew that I had made a mistake. My Everything in my intuition was like, what have I done? This is just not for me. And so from that moment, before the cameras were even officially rolling, I begged for a meeting with Mr. Trump and I wanted to resign from the process. So that said... I didn't love the experience, Kayla, not going to lie. It was crazy. And um, (laughs) the things that they did to keep us bananas and insane, like releasing mice into our tents in the middle of the night to keep us Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. So, I mean, the shenanigans. So this is the thing, right? A lot of the people that were on the show could roll with that stuff. They thought it was hilarious. And they're like, oh my God, look what they've done. And for me, I was so sensitive. And I'm like, how could they do this to us? Because I didn't realize the games in 
reality TV, which sounds crazy. I know because I'm, I'm from the world of TV now the past 10 years, but I didn't know what was involved. But anyway, long story short, uh, Trump was actually pretty gracious to me in a lot of ways. Like, you know, he, he is what he is. What you see is what you get back then, same now. Um, and I didn't really have any issues with him personally. The experience, uh, listen, I don't regret anything I've done in life, but if I were to make that decision over, I wouldn't have done it <laughs> because it didn't benefit me whatsoever. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's so I, yeah, I was like, I have to ask her about that because there's a lot of opportunities that, you know, are out there right now, especially for reality television. And, you know, I, it, it looks intriguing to me to do something like that because I feel like this day and age, it could, you know, it it could go one of two ways. It could help you tremendously, or it could like, I feel like sometimes it could ruin you. Thankfully for you, it it didn't do. It It was really neutral. Um, I would say the one thing, this was back in the day, Facebook came on the scene in 2008. So this was, uh, 2007. And by the way, I was one of two contestants to ever quit. So I, they didn't ever let me have a meeting. They kept saying, no, 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 you're going to be great. You're going to be in the final four, blah, blah. And of course they said that to everyone. Uh, and I caught onto that pretty fast, but I did quit in the boardroom and, you know, listen, it is what it is. But, um, the, my space was really big at that time. And overnight, you know, I had like, I don't know, 50,000 new MySpace friends, which is pretty funny to remember those days. And, um, and because I quit, it was actually pretty awesome. The one takeaway was I received like thousands of messages from people all around the world saying, girl, I'm going to quit too. I'm going to quit the relationship that doesn't serve me. I'm going to quit the job that I've hated for 10 years. I'm going to quit the smoking habit that, you know, uh, is making me sick. So there were all these emails pointing at people who took me quitting and facing Trump that way because at you know at the time it was a big deal nowadays people talk back to him all day um, but back then they didn't really or speak their voice and um, and so for a lot of people that became their permission slip to really own who they are and to also quit the things that no longer serve them so for that I'm grateful that I was able to serve some people um, in a way that inspired them but Personally, right. It, it, it wasn't really anything that I ever talked about career-wise until probably now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> sorry. You did your research. <laughs> How cool is that though? I mean, you know, everybody, you just got the permission slip from Michelle that if you are not liking something, freaking quit, right? Totally. Yeah. I had a blog actually for a while, um, way back and it was called quit to win. And I still believe that that is a fundamental for me in my mindset. It's like, if it doesn't serve you, then quit it. And Mm. I don't just mean like quit things that are hard because I always believe if you want an easy life, you make the hard choices. And if you want a really hard life, you make the easy decisions, right? I know you subscribe to the same um, because it's what you teach here and it's what you embody and lead by example. But I'm talking about, you know, the things where you're like, I'm just pushing and pushing and pushing. It's too much effort and it's just not flowing or I'm miserable. And I've tried everything, right? I've taken a hundred percent responsibility and I'm still just miserable. Maybe look at letting go right? Mm. And walking away, whatever that might be that holds you back, keeps you small and isolated. Um, And I've got a lot of those examples of where I quit many other things in life um, that completely served me. So I I love being in this day and age where we can really be empowered by going for what we want and uh, and it not being a matter of like, you're not committed. It's like, oh, you're so committed to your vision that you can let go of things that don't add up to that outcome. Oh, I love that. I love that. Mm. Okay. So what is the thing that you're most excited about right now? Oh my God, everything. (laughs) Uh, Really, I'm really excited to be on this call with you because I know we've been talking about getting this uh, on the calendar for a long time. So I am really grateful for this because I love what you're up to. And in fact, my friend, I think I just saw your beautiful face in my friend Catherine's Akina's Insta story yesterday. And she wrote my new family. Mm. What is going on there? I'm I'm circling back to you now for this. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) because small worlds, right? Proximity is power. And I was like, what Kayla and Catherine are this? Are you guys in a, in a mastermind? Yeah. So we're, yeah, we're in James Wedmore's, um, seven figure mastermind. There's about, I think there's like 10, 10 businesses in the Mm -hmm. group. It's really small, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's good because I've been in other masterminds and you know, they're great, but this one's really to go to that next level, to go to that eight figure mark. Mm -hmm. And it's just a whole different ball game. And so you really got to be in the room with the people that are going through the same thing that can really help you think differently. Cause it's a, it's a whole new set 
It's a mindset. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's incredible. I love that you practice what you preach. And so I also am looking for a mastermind right now to join. And I've got my eyes on a couple. Um, and we can talk offline about that if you'd like. But um, I just love the fact that you are also involved in a mastermind because you want to level up where you are. And then my friend Catherine, the manifestation babe, but she's got a great podcast and a beautiful um, you know, platform. And I love what she wrote. She's like, I'm turning this into a real business. I'm like, Catherine, you're gonna do four million this year isn't that a real business? But for her, she's like, I'm just getting started. So oh, she's yeah. such an inspiration as well and such a beautiful soul. And the fact that you guys were both magnetized to James Mastermind excites me because it shows me, Kayla, that I'm on the right path because I'm in proximity with you guys. Oh, yeah. That's right. Good. Because mm-hmm. when God places the people in your path and you actually pause to take a moment of what could this mean or where could we collaborate or where can we help serve one another's communities and grow them together, that's what I'm all about. Amplifying and multiplying. As you know, it's what I did at your, your Mommy Millionaire event. It's like, are we connecting with the woman on our left and on our right? And so when I saw the two of you had connected, I'm like, ah, of course, God is so good. <laughs> I, it was, yeah, it was amazing. Every single person in the group is, is fantastic. And I just think that I am so, I'm actually in three masterminds this year and there's all, there's a different reason why I joined each one. Mm. And, um, I just feel like the more investing that you guys can make in yourself, like, yes. it's just like, it's not like nothing is going to be easy. So it's not like, oh, this is going to make it easier to grow a business. It's, it's just, it helps the process because you learn from people's mistakes. And when it gets hard, because it does get hard, you have mm. these people to rely on and say, hey, like I'm going through this really tough time. I'm, I'm kind of at a breaking point. I don't know what to do. And they go, hey, I've been there before. You try this, try that. Mm. And it's seriously amazing. Plus you get to like last year, I joined a mastermind and I was able to invest in one of the person's businesses mm. and uh, now own equity in a tech company. And it's really cool. So I, I'm i in one mastermind completely just for the networking opportunities because I'm I'm really like focused this year on becoming an angel investor. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so there's reasons why. And I think what's great in what you said about proximity is like, I didn't think like this up until about two years ago. But Mm. because I started hanging out with people that were talking about investing and doing all that stuff, I was like, okay, I need to like hang out with you more because I'm not on that, that level, you know? Yes. And diversification is everything because as one of my mentors, Tony Robbins always says, winter is coming, you know, and winter is basically a financial downturn. We always have it. It's cyclical. And so there's a lot of predictions for, is it 18 months, 24 months? It's coming. It always does. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, are you prepared? Because the ones who are prepared for winter get excited, capitalize on it. Doesn't mean we're taking, you know, it for granted, but it's like we're prepared. And so that is where the the diversification um, really is valuable. So, and I love that because you're putting yourself in the rooms, as our friend Lori Harder would say, of people who are doing the same, which is really cool. Mm, yeah. Mm. Now, wait, which <laughs> masterminds are you in? Do you do you share that? Yeah. So I'm in Chris Harder's again, and that's really for like the networking opportunities mm-hmm. um, because it's it's gotten quite big. Mm-hmm. And then James's, and then I'm also doing Rob Murgatroyd's, which is the work hard, play hard. And mm. um, I'm excited about that one just because Chase and I are going to go on a couple of vacations. So they're all experiential events. Mm. So there's going to be one in Florence, one in Monaco, and then one in Boston. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. And he just creates these really cool experiences. Like we're going to go truffle hunting in Italy and we're going to train <laughs> with Tom Brady's trainer when we're in Boston. So mm. those are things that we normally wouldn't do because I tend to just like want to work, work, work or go on family vacations. Mm-hmm. So this is something that we need as a couple. And yep. um, that's why we're doing that one. Yeah, that's so cool. I love it. Yeah, I'm looking too. Um, and I, um, I, I joined Chris and Lori Harder's Aligned. I, I don't think they called it a mastermind, but I, you know, like you said, you want to learn things and go further faster by someone who's done it before you. Mm-hmm. And um, and for me, for example, I have you know uh, several masterminds uh, that's turned into an incredible business that's scaling very fast. I'm more about like ready, fire, aim. Most people do ready, aim, fire. I'm sure you're more of a ready, aim, fire maybe. I don't know. But ready, fire, fire, fire. Wait, I should aim. <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, where's the strategy? Where can I put this together in a real way? But 
I did their Align course because I just wanted to see how they would organize three or 400 people within a particular, you know, 12 week structured course. And as soon as I saw that they could do it and that it could still feel uh, really valuable and even somewhat intimate in the way that they shared and conducted the meetings, I was like, oh, I can do that. And then boom, I was off and running and did the same. So um, that's what I love about learning from mentors and, mm. and then even seeing what you did. Oh my gosh. You know, I mean, there's an event in me, um, a two-day mm-hmm. event for sure. And, uh, and what you pulled off with what looked like such grace at the Mommy Millionaire event um, is also a total bar that is set so high. So thank you for inspiring me. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited. I will totally... Can I invite myself to come speak at your event when you have yes. it? Yes. Are you kidding? I'd be honored. <laughs> I actually was very impressed by the roster of speakers at Mommy Millionaire with Susan. I mean, all the names and some of the women I knew personally, some I didn't, but then I fell in love with them and um, and I loved my experience. And, um, you know, I, I shared it on the stage, but just to give a nutshell also, I think it could be a really cool teachable moment here uh, for anyone that this can apply to their life because it does happen in life every day where I came in with something prepared. You would ask me to, you know, specifically talk about a particular topic. And then the first speaker, Angie Lee, like, boom, she covered like almost every detail. And I'm like, okay, there goes that idea. And then it was like, okay, pivot, no problem. Course correct. How can I put something fresh together? And then um, Sarah Pendrick came on and it was like, boom, okay, the anatomy of a speech. And I was like, oh, that was the anatomy of where I was going. <laughs> and so then it was like two down and I'm left with, I either make up a big fat excuse and bail, right? Because the fires were happening in Malibu and I had a legit reason. Like we all justify our excuses in our brains. I can leave right now. No one's going to miss me. It doesn't matter. She's got incredible content. It was five minutes before I was supposed to go on. I'm like, I can't reinvent this yet again on the fly. And then I was like, wait a second, girl. Yes, you can. Cause this is not about you. It's about them. And it's about serving her community and what do they need right now? And that for me was a fundamental game changer, Kayla. And I just want to share that with your listeners. And maybe it'll be mine too, depending on where this goes, because that was such an opportunity to learn to trust myself and then to get out of my own way so that I could be a vessel for the women that showed up in that room to download whatever they were supposed to download. And what I saw was, is they needed to connect more with one another in that moment, at least from my model of, of the world. Oh, it turned out that it was really true. So I just came on and I said, listen, (laughs) everything I prepared is done. It's gone. It's been said, you don't need one more strategy session. What we need to do is connect with ourselves and with one another. And it just was, it was for me, one of the most fulfilling moments of my whole life. And I just had to share that with you because it's been very meaningful for me and poignant as I move forward. And I get to continue to share that story of, Hey, don't sell yourself out just because, you know, what you thought was going to happen didn't happen. Where can you pivot and how can you serve? Yes. Oh my gosh. And I had no idea that that was going on. So (laughs) that was really cool. Thank you for not busy. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for not being that person that'd be like, I don't know. You know, like you just straight handled it like a boss, which just proves to me that like, that's, that's why you were chosen to be at that event is because you, you know, you were well-equipped. You knew that you, you could handle it. And I'm glad that you brought that up because it just shows a lot of people that you need to start trusting yourself, mm. that you have whatever it takes inside of you to make magic happen at any given moment of time mm. if you step into it. And most people, yes. they, you know, they feel that that something's stirring in them and they step away from it because it feels like discomfort. And the more you lean in to that discomfort, the more you're going to see magic happen in your life. And I love that. Yeah. And I'm really proud of you. So thank you. Cause thank you. you. I'm not joking when, when I say that you were, it was, yeah, you were awesome. That is really, really incredible to hear. Um, It'll never be lost on me. So um, thank you so much. And some of the ladies that were at that event continue to be in my life, you know, and they're the first to comment on a post on Insta or send me a message. And, and it's just, you know, it just 
really showed that there was such an authenticity in that room and such a desire to connect, um, which is really what you're cultivating, you know, because as a solopreneur, and I know you, I've got to imagine you experience this anyway, when you can feel like you're on an island. And so it's like, you have to create events or workshops or in-person meetings where you're like, ah, yes, you know, this is why I do it. This is, this is what it's all about. It's for this moment right here. So I want to, again, just, just thank you and salute you for what you, um, what you created and what you continue to create. You're, you're huge inspo, my friend. Oh, thank you. I know. I'm so excited. We're getting ready for Mommy Millionaire Live this year, 2019. Ooh. And yeah, and I'm just like, I, cause I almost didn't do another one because it's a, it's a lot it's to a put lot, on an yeah. event, you know? And mm. I, the, the coming off of it was, I didn't even have a time to celebrate because we have so much going on. I did that to myself, you know? Mm-hmm. But now that it's kind of past, I'm like, I'm missing it. And I'm like, I want to create that energy again because mm-hmm. it was magical and the world needs it. Clearly the world needs it. So, um, yeah. And, and, and what you're representing, right? The mommies who, you know, that by itself can be so isolating and so hard. And a lot of women don't talk about that. Um, and so I love that you shed light on that and you seem to do it in ease and grace, but Lord knows it's not easy. And you've created an incredible village. Um, I want to commend your staff. You know, every person that works with you uh, is also equally hungry to serve and, uh, or so it seems anyway, and uh, just impeccable follow through. And so, you know, I love that you're shedding light for the moms, but also it's like, whether you're a, you know, a six figure earner like myself, but very clearly headed to seven or seven figure headed to eights, nine, 10, whatever it is, you know, I love that you're making a beautiful space, um, for those women to really unite and to, I think, help each other, um, in what can seem like, yeah, it's very isolating at times. And you said it earlier, you said something about like, the reason why you joined the masterminds is because you want to learn from people who've made some mistakes that you could easily make, but they help you to avoid those things or just let you know that you're not alone because it can also be extremely stressful um, at times. And like you said, you work, 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 and there's got to be this thing called integration or downtime. And um, and I, so I love that you're also championing that as well for us. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's switch gears here because I... I want these people listening in right now. I want them to know like why you're even on the podcast. And I, I brought Michelle on because she, you guys can clearly hear that she is a good communicator first, right? And second, she, I, I believe she's a good salesperson. And third, I think that she is really good at managing her emotions. I think she has great emotional intelligence. And those are three things that everybody listening in right now needs to improve on. And let's, so let's start with communication because I mean, and you might agree to Michelle that if you can communicate, you can pretty much do anything you want in the world. Do you agree? Totally. Yes. <laughs> what I find though, is that most people second guess what they're going to say, or they don't trust what's in their soul that they want to say. And a lot of people don't give themselves permission to just say whatever it is. And the more that you try that on, I think the action breeds bravery and clarity, just trying it on. Okay. What would you say if you had that courage or if you had the confidence and then just say it, I mean, really just say it. And, uh, and the more that you do, the more free you become and the more you own who you really are. Mm. I, okay. I love that. I love that but I can already hear some people listening in right now. And they're going to say, but what if, what if I don't know who I am? Mm-hmm. What do you say to that? I say, I am certain that you do. You're just afraid. Ooh, that's deep. That just gave me chills. <laughs> yeah. I think that everything that we want is on the other side of fear and fear can also be um, described as our comfort zone. So where we, some of us say, oh, but I'm an introvert or, oh, but I'm shy. And I'm like, hmm, the shy part, maybe that's more fear than shyness. Because when we look back to when we were just little tiny children, we were free and unapologetic and absolutely unabashed, right? In the way we expressed ourselves. I was thinking about that this morning. I was in a soul cycle class and, and I was hooting and hollering and singing along and just doing my thing. Cause that's what I do. I love to be fully self-expressed at all times. And I was thinking, gosh, what is it that makes me think that's okay? And I'm like, because it is, 
It just is. So decide that it's okay for you to be you because each one of you listening knows who you really are. Be more of that. Break through the fear by expressing yourself a little bit more, speaking up, voicing your opinion, right? And do that with grace and diplomacy. There's always a time for that. But being courageous to be who you really are. I mean, it's, I really don't think there's any confusion. I really don't. And if there is, then confusion is the precipice for a massive breakthrough. So then allow for that too. Then just say it out loud, call it. So it's disarming to your ego. Listen, I'm a little confused, but I'm still going to say it. Mm, I am obsessed. Like if you guys are listening in right now, rewind, listen to that last 30 seconds again, because that's straight gold right there. Mm, thank you. You do it too, right? Anyone could be asking you oh, yeah. like, how, so, so if anyone listening in, Miss Kayla, <laughs> and they're saying to themselves, but I don't really know who I am. How would you answer that? Uh, you know, I always say that who you are is evolving. And mm-hmm. so the question isn't concrete. It's not like, this is who I am. And I'm married to it because I feel like when you are so committed to that, you don't give yourself permission to evolve. And uh, who I am today is not who I want to be tomorrow because Mm -hmm. I want to shed the fears. I want to shed the crap that holds me back today, you know? And so um, I always just say I'm evolving. Today, I like this, you know? And today I'm feeling this. Today, I want to serve these people. And that's what I'm focusing on. But I mean, people get so caught up in it and I'm actually, I'm helping a a client right now. And, um, you know, she's really struggling with it. She's a super successful person making multiple seven figures and is asking herself that question. And, you know, it's a question of who she is. You know, Mm. I have all this money, but I don't know who I am. And I say to that, well, who do you want to be? Like, who is it that you want to be? And she's like, well, I want to be happy. I want to be able to give more. I want to go into a room and, you know, not ultimately have an agenda with everybody in the room. Like, mm. I just want to be and I want to enjoy. And to that, I say, then, then that's who you are. Step into that. What is that? How does that person show up? What do they do in conversations? Like, start to write it out, start to journal it, start to visualize yourself being that person. And then that's who you'll become. Totally. And you know, what's beautiful about that is that she doesn't even have to become or get back to all that needs to happen, at least from my model of the world. And I realize that everyone is different. It's just wake up to who we really are, mm. right? Because we, we have just, we've, we added all these layers for security reasons, for protection reasons, all these things that we do that ultimately actually just keep us smaller confused. And what really we're looking for, our soul is calling for is to shine our light so bright, but it can be in a subtle, beautiful, way, including just being in the moment. And I love your advice to her because it's so true. When people ask me like, how do you define who you are? I'm like, who I am, which is in alignment with what you just said about evolving. I'm like, I'm this moment. That's all I know. Mm. I'm just this moment. So sometimes that's tense and stressed. Like everything's a crisis. Like I haven't responded to every single message on Facebook. That's a crisis sometimes to me. Or I'm like free flowing and life is so good. And I feel expansive in my soul and I want to cry in gratitude, right? Because everything's so magical. But I'm only as good as I am conscious to the moment. And then if I realize that I'm tense and stressed, I get to decide what I want to unleash, when I, what I want to awaken to more deeply. Mm. But yes, if we live in a fixed mindset, then we'll always live in titles and a black and white world. And I want to live in a colorful world that has neons and glitter and sparkle, right? <laughs> I want all the colors in the rainbow and then some that we haven't even come up with yet. And that requires a growth mindset. And that means that, you know, you're always evolving. And for some that doesn't feel safe, right? Like, no, but you said you're married and you live there and you do that job. It's like, yes. And I do all these other things. Mm. When people say to me, like, what do you do? For example, not just who are you, but what do you do? I'm like, uh, depends on the day today. I'm podcasting, Mm. (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but really ultimately it's like, I'm, I'm here to serve. And so we can take it back to something really simple. And it usually is. And so for me, um, who am I? It's I'm here to serve love even more right now. Mm. Oh my gosh. I am obsessed. (laughs) I just wrote that down. Mm. So, okay. So, you know, people need to figure out who they are in order to, you know, in order to start speaking and sharing their language to the world. And 
how did you like, what was the, what is the number one tip you would say? So, okay, we're, we're leaning into who we are, but also, I mean, you sound so clear, you know, is that media training? Does every single person need to get media training? You know, how do they do that? It's a good question. I would say it's definitely not media training. Um, I was raised I was blessed. The woman, the mother that raised me, my mom, she was a personal development and spiritual junkie. (laughs) So she meditated to the sunrise with my dad every morning, pretty much of my life. And since the time I was just a little girl, I was, you know, taken to workshops with John Gray, Dr. John Gray, you know, and Reverend Michael Beckwith over at Agape um, uh, International Spiritual Center. And I was raised on like Abraham Hicks and Oprah and Tony Robbins and Byron Katie and and, uh, Wayne Dyer. So some of these thought leaders and um, incredible you know, souls on this planet have been in my heart or on cassette (laughs) since I was in grade school. So I was just raised to just, you know, think this way, but I'm not going to lie. Like it wasn't until 14 months ago when I attended, and I've mentioned this, one of my mentors is Tony Robbins. I I attended um, his signature event uh, called Date with Destiny. He only does it once a year here in the States. And, uh, and I, it had been on my bliss list, my bucket list for about two years, ever since I'm not your guru came out. And I just thought, you know, I want to go. I want to, I feel like I feel like something's going to shift there. So it was at Date with Destiny in 2017 that I really woke to who I am and what's truly happening and what I'm here for. And it was from there that I launched the podcast, You know, built the six-figure business in online coaching and started speaking everywhere and, and really just started to create a community that I knew I wanted to serve from my soul. And so yes, I'm still on TV and I still do all that stuff, but this is coming from just waking up. And we all know what we need to wake from, but I, w- I would say that the, the fastest way that I did it was I let go of what didn't serve me. So going back to the first part of our talk, quit to win, I quit smoking. I was an on-again, off-again smoker, swap cigarettes for whatever else you're doing in life, right? That keeps you small, the overeating, the sugar, uh, you know, the, the toxic friends. I mean, a tribe is everything. I also let go of certain friends where it's just like, I just didn't feel comfortable, but I held on because, wow, but they've been in my life for 20 years. And so aren't you supposed to do that? Going back to titles. No, not if I'm uncomfortable or I can't truly be myself. That didn't feel right anymore. And also I wanted to be around big dreamers and big thinkers and people who didn't gossip and complain and be critical. So all that started to shift in a massive way. And the more that you do that and step into who you really are, which takes a lot of courage in the beginning, then it begins to feel normal and it feels so right and you're so aligned. And then the world just opens up and you're like, wow, what's next? Anything is possible. Let's, let's move into talking about the fact that cells make the world go round. And I'm on a huge mission this year to make people become comfortable with selling. Because no matter what, you're you're selling a product, a service, or your opinion all day long. And the more we can step into that, just like if we step into who we are, the more we can serve. And you know, you're a great salesperson, even though I know that's not what you are. But what would you say makes like a good sell? Okay. I love this question because sales is at the heart of everything, whether we like it or not. And maybe we don't want to call it sales, right? I get it. And especially in our line of work, we don't like to think of it as sales, but ultimately it is, right? You got masterminds, you got ticket sales for the Mommy Millionaire event. You know, ultimately you're selling the podcast every time you promote it. That's just what we do in life. But if we can sell from a point of view of it's not selling, we're adding value by being of service. That's a first fundamental mind shift for, mindset shift for me. Um, second of all, um, I'm really comfortable with sales. Always have been. I've always been in sales ever since I was uh, a waiter, right? A singing waiter. Waitress, which was my one of my favorite jobs of all time, uh, <laughs> singing waitress, and uh, and I would love to upsell, you know, a better bottle of wine or desserts for the table or appetizers. That was so fun for me. I would get lit up by it. So I actually really embrace sales, but I know a lot of people don't. And so one of the things that I like to say is the person who comes to the table with the most certainty wins. And it doesn't mean there's a win or lose situation. It's not. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, if you can be certain 
that what you're offering is of value, then you let go of who rolls their eyes or who says no. No just means dot, 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 next or dot, 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 not now. Nothing is finite. In fact, it reminds me of when I was pitching my um, first book. Um, I wrote a book on gratitude and I was mentored by Mark Victor Hansen, who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul with Jack Canfield. And uh, to this day, it's still the best-selling anthology of books of all time. And uh, Mark Victor Hansen was my mentor. And he said, you know, until you've heard no eight times, it just means come back. Not now maybe later. So I took that seriously. And this was back in 2003, y'all. So this was not where you could just slide into someone's DM or hook up on LinkedIn. Like this was old school. (laughs) And, um, but I really wanted my books to sell in Hallmark stores and the VP of uh, merchandising, her name was Pamela Jackson. She lived in New York and I, I found her. Um, and I communicated with her way back. And this was like when email, like, you know, was like the main way to communicate, um, digitally. And, uh, and she said no seven times. No, no, no. And she's always polite, but I was persistent. And I followed up on the eighth time. I kid you not. And I would, I would come at it at different angles of really trying to understand the value that this book would bring to their shoppers and where I could see it on the shelf and how it was a mix of this meets that. And it was a glorified, you know, card, but it was for friendship and gratitude is the deepest, you know, um, token of friendship and, Blah, blah, blah. And, and bottom line is that on the eighth effort, she was like, I'll take 10,000 copies. <laughs> oh, wow. So guys, don't give up. No means next. No means not now. No is a dot, dot, dot. Never put a finite period on anything in life. Even a friendship that I might've let go of last year, I've got a dot, dot, dot there because mm. I am totally open for that circling back when it serves us. And if it does, I'm not saying no forever, just no for now. Mm. Right? I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, but, but I really do believe it's the supreme certainty in your mind of like, I know that what I have is valuable. I know that what I have is right for certain people and whoever it's right for, they'll magnetize. You don't have to work that hard. Just get super clear on that and ask with certainty. You know, mm-hmm. you, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, if we don't ask, <laughs> we're never going to know. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I am so obsessed with that because, you know, you read these books about sales and they talk a lot about how confidence is sexy, right? So the more confident you are as a salesperson, the more sales you're going to make. But the way that you just put it made it, I mean, it's just, it is what it is when you're certain, when you're certain, that's what people are attracted to. It's not just confidence. It's, it's confidence in your product, confidence in your service, confidence that if they buy what you're selling, their life is going to change in whatever way that looks. Totally. And if there are doubts about that, then you might look at what you're trying to sell, mm. right? Because you, we can't like when I go on and do a Facebook live and, and I'll just share this with your, with your listeners and maybe mine too. I built a six figure side hustle. This is on top of all my other stuff that I do. I am a consultant for a ton of brands on QVC and HSN, by the way, where they're doing $10 million in sales an hour. That's so cool. It's incredible. So I have such mad respect for the beast of TV shopping, but it taught me direct sales in the moment, on the fly, in live TV. I've done 4,000 hours of that. So yes, I've gotten comfortable in sales. So I would do Facebook Lives last year. I got actually um, challenged by um, our mutual friend, and she was one of the speakers at Mommy Millionaire, Nicole Sylvester. Um, On February 14th last year, she and I had done a soul cycle class. Um, We were walking to our cars and she was like, hey, why don't you do a Facebook live challenge? And I'm like, oh, I'd seen her do it. And I was part eye roller, part envious. Remember those days where you're like, how is she doing that? Oh my God, why is she doing that? Like that was going on in my mind. Part of me was like, oh, that just seems like it would be such a good fit if I could just get over my ego. And so she challenged me to 30 days and it changed my life. Anyway, I got so comfortable doing that. And I wasn't in the beginning, FYI. I don't care what kind of TV experience I had in the background. Um, I was so nervous, out of control, nervous sweat down my back, looking for the perfect, you know, pose and posture and lighting. I'm like, this is crazy. Well, by the end, I was totally fine. And I got through it. Again, action breeds bravery, action breeds clarity. But learning how to do those Facebook lives 
I built a six-figure side hustle where I worked 90 minutes a week in eight and a half months. And all I did was promote my masterminds with Facebook Lives. I never spent a dollar in marketing or advertising, but because I knew in my soul that what I was offering was insanely valuable. Mm. So that certainty comes from, you've got to know it. You've got to believe in it. If you don't, it's a house of cards and anyone listening is going to see right through it. Because truth has a weight and a substance to it. Do you agree? 100%. Yes. So if people know that you, they, they know, they always know if you're not buying it yourself, like you get on here and you can speak with such certainty, right? Because you know that you're offering value. You know that this is your way of serving your community and helping lift humanity. That's just what you're all about. And you want to get people out of their own way so they can make money and live their dream life and all that amazing stuff. And so that is what it comes down to is if you don't have certainty, you better look at what you're trying to sell. And if you still feel convinced that's your vision and it's part of you know what you're here for and it's your legacy, then have someone coach you on it because it's probably a small two millimeter shift that can get you out of your own way so you can own your confidence and your certainty on any platform. Boom. Mic drop. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. So, you know, the next thing I wanted to talk to you about is, you know, you do these incubators and a lot of people listening in have no idea what that is. So can you explain what a business incubator is? Totally. I've got a couple of them going right now. So I mentioned that I, uh, in addition to working on Extra, which I do, um, I've been doing a few years. I'm a correspondent. I have a weekly gig there and it's a shopping segment. Um, and Extra is, a, is an entertainment uh, news show. Everybody uh, knows for, what Extra okay, is. Okay. Well, not it. Well, <laughs> extra, Extra. Um, I love that gig. It was a very precise dream of mine 10 years ago. And so when I got that gig about two years ago and some change, I was very, very um, honored and grateful. So I still love that gig. And, um, but that's just, you know, one hour a week and it gave me, uh, gave me all this free time to do all this other stuff. So then I work with a ton of clients in, uh, QVC and HSN and Evine, the three major shopping networks here, um, in the States. And so, um, that led to, um, several accelerators. Um, and I'll explain what that is in a second in Los Angeles coming to me and say, Hey, we've got a lot of startups that like you were mentioning angel investors. So like, let's say they've had their first round of funding, but now they're looking for distribution because they have a physical physical product, or they're looking for um, a series A round or looking for next round of financing, investment funds, or they really just want to maximize their brand awareness through marketing and they need some help on the pitch. So I'll work with like 12 to 20 people um, at a time. And we do a one day workshop where they start with what they think their pitch should be. And then we end with a measurable and dramatic uh, difference. So before and after. And then what I just did is I decided to take it into all of my own online courses. So I'm launching my first signature course through Amy Porterfield's Digital Course Academy. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm in that right now and I'm launching a a series of courses in May. And one of the things that I wanted to do was not just pretend that I knew it all, right? Because we never always know it all. And since we're always evolving, I wanted to take a pulse on, okay, my members right now, and a lot of them are coaches, authors, speakers, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs. And, and I know that everyone's wanting to move more of their message into an online uh, based business. And so through that, they've got to learn how to really own the video component, which is where I happen to have an X factor in. And so I'm taking 12 people through an incubator so that they will literally, and this is a great idea for anyone who's about to create a course. And if you're like, oh, I don't want to have to be responsible for all the content. And how do I really know that this course you know, has been proven? Take 12 or 20 people through it at a reduced rate to give you the feedback, to be able to get, you know, their experience, their results. And then by the way, their testimonials for when you actually launch the course. So I'm doing an incubator in that way too. So it's not just business with physical products and goods, but it's actually humans that want to be able to really own their messaging via video uh, and and understand that call to action going back to sales. Uh, So this is the communication the confidence, the sales, all of it together. Um, And the incubators can work in such a myriad of different ways. All you got to do is be certain enough to offer that from a place of confidence um, and they'll come. They will absolutely come. They want to be involved. But so that's, that's kind of, does that help you understand what an incubator is? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. You said it perfectly. And, you know, let's talk about this because, you know, I, I'm, I've never bought a course ever. Mm. 
And I actually did exactly what you're doing uh, with my course that I sell. I went through it live with people and helped them build their business. It's the Mommy Millionaire Blueprint. And then I just wrapped that thing up and put it in a course. And it's amazing. Mm. And when I did it online, uh, you know, when I was coaching everybody, it was $10,000 to, and we had six calls and then they got to go through all the material. Now they can get it for just a low price of $497. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Because it was a one time, you know, for me, I don't have to invest any more time in it. It's going to help people. But also what we've seen is that we had hundreds of applications for the mommy millionaire blueprint when I was coaching live. And what I found with the course is that people still want that one-on-one time. And I think Mm -hmm. that's why I've never invested in the course. It's because I won't do it. I'm not a self-study type person like that. If I want to find something, I just, I basically Google it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so what is, what's your whole strategy behind launching a course? Like, how are you going to make sure people do it? You know, like they're going to buy it, but how are you going to make sure people actually do it? Well, Unfortunately, we can't make anyone do it, but I'm very much like you. I would much rather have uh, my community's results than their money. Like it's so not about the money for me. I work my booty off, you know, because I want to add such value to their lives. But what I want to do is just model after um, Amy Porterfield, who I'm taking the course through. And she does two Facebook lives a week for the community, which I think is really awesome because you can come with your questions. She's got a whole team. There isn't a question that goes by unanswered. So you do feel like you're getting that one-on-one or that live component. And I think that's really um, valuable. And I get that that is not quite the same concept of, oh, just to repurpose it over and over and over again. I know me. I'm just like you. I, I I want to learn from people who are high touch, but I also have to be high touch. It's how I've built what I've built so far. So I would also offer the same, like, okay, when you join the course, you get to come in this group and I go in there live because I love it. I would do that. all. I do it all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if it's to help them and keep them supported and encouraged and accountable, I think that's the best you can hope for. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Good. I love it. So when is that? That's going to be available in March. In May, in May. Oh, May. We're, oh, May. We're only three weeks into the course academy now. I mean, I've already built my outline. I mean, I'm, you know, but again, it takes time to put together. But for me, this is just exciting because I wish everybody that I know could feel, you know, comfortable and own who they are when they're trying to deliver their message in a video component. Because you've seen it happen. Even with the Facebook Live, it's like, oh, we get so nervous and so uncomfortable and become this other version of ourselves. And if we can pierce that video veil, you can convert your viewers to clients. Mm. You can convert your viewers to a community. You can convert your viewers to a tribe. And that's what we're all so hungry for. And then from there, you can build out. And honestly, because this is a sales-related call, you can sell them anything because now they're raving fans and you are so high touch in this community that they're like, ah, you know, I want to be a part of whatever she's doing next. And I know you experienced that. I mean, my goodness. Um, Yeah, 100%. I love that I that you give yourself permission to be high touch because, you know, we're in this day and age where people are like, well, don't trade time for money. Like don't do it. And at the same time, that's, that's, you know, that doesn't have to be the philosophy behind it. You could give your time to be in service of people and it has nothing to do with the money aspect. That's not why you're putting in the time. It's to have the impact that you know that the people need. Um, And can I just say one other thing for anyone listening who has a podcast or who has some sort of an online coaching business or just online business as a, as an entrepreneur. And when you receive a message from someone who has gleaned some value or some insider or a revelatory thought based on your work and what you put out into the world, leaving them a simple little voice message, either on Facebook messenger or Instagram, like through DM it is a game changer. They will be a raving fan forever. I mean, that's a big, big promise, but you get my drift. Like Amy Porterfield did it to me and I had already been doing it. Like I received a couple of messages from Tony Robbins himself, you know, when he was agreeing to come on my podcast and then we were figuring out logistics or he let me know that he had seen something in one of my Instagram posts. Cause it was, you know, based on something I had gotten from date with destiny. And it was so high touch Kayla. And for me, that was a game changer because let me give you the contrast. I was in a group where there were a lot of people that took the group and not once did the leaders of the group ever come in and acknowledge a post within their community or comment 
or even post in the group, never did their own Facebook Live or even appear in the group. So it was so clear about what you just said that we're trained to to behave like don't trade your time for money. That was their mindset. And so while I learned a lot, it was like, ooh, I'm not doing that though. You know what I mean? And it made me want to go the opposite of like, how high touch can I be? Because at the end of the day, there's a million podcasts, there's a million coaches, there's a million millionaires uh, and entrepreneurs who could teach the same stuff. But we want to learn from the people that we know they care, really care, not just hyperbole, but like really care. And how do you know? Because they take a moment to actually leave you a message or to connect or to respond, or to even just simply hurt something. Do you find this to be true for you? Oh, 100%. 100 It's crazy to me how many people still don't do it. Yeah. I always, if, if people, um, usually shout out my podcast, I'll voice message them if Mm. I can, or else I'll send a message just saying, thank you so much. But voice messages or video messages, like people freak out. They get so excited. Like, yeah. oh my God, Kayla just sent me a message. Especially if they've never met you, been in a room with you or had any friends introduce you, right? Like they just found you through a search, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then they listen. And especially for podcasting, like it's the most intimate experience because there's no distractions of visual stimuli. It's just we're in their brains, their hearts, wherever they are taking us with them right now. And there's there's just not a bigger honor, right, than to share that private time with them. And so I really, really cherish that. And so, yeah, that high touch thing is, is, is a game changer. And it will be a distinctive difference between you and I don't like to look at others as competition, but between others in the same space. Mm. And it takes a second to do it. Okay. I love that you just said not to say competition because I say competition all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know what? It's, it's, I'm really trying to work on like raising my vibration and the, the quality of my words to make sure that they're high vibration Mm. and the word competition. it, It, I mean, it is, it's, it's a low vibration word because it puts you in a different energy space. Like you have to prove something to somebody when you never need to prove anything to anybody you should just be doing your best. And so I'm really actually trying to get away from that. So I love that you said it's all about just being good in your space. Totally. And knowing that there is enough abundance for everyone Mm -hmm. and knowing that whoever is magnetized to someone else over you, like when you're offering, like, let's say a similar program or a time start or whatever, it's okay. Who comes to us is supposed to come to us. Trust in that. Give them unbelievable high touch, insane value, and they'll tell their friends and it will grow. It might be a little slower than the fancy bobbles and the $50,000 a month in Facebook ads or whatever, but it will grow naturally. Naturally, and it'll be grassroots and it'll be real and sustainable. Mm, I love that. All right. So we're coming to the end here, but I want to know, like, what is the most shameless thing you've ever done to grow your business? Mm. Is this a question that you ask? Yes. Such a good question. (laughs) I I don't know if shameless would, what, I mean, I feel like every day I'm shameless. I mean, girl, I don't have any rules. I go right to the top. Like I built also a six figure business, um, in consulting, which I know you're all about the seven and eight figures, but, um, these were all side hustles. No, Um, this is, that's amazing. Don't discredit it. It's amazing. Well, I mean, listen, exactly. I was always so happy with that, by the way, like so excited by that. And then in this past year, as I started evolving and I started being around other people, I'm like, oh, it's just a mindset shift. Mm-hmm. Money is everywhere. Abundance is everywhere. Why? In the, Cause I was just so satisfied. I mean, it's like, I have all my needs met. I live in my dream neighborhood. Like I get to do what I want, when I want, how I want. I was like so grateful, but I wasn't hungry for more. And when I let it be about, Ooh, but if I gave more and serve more and contributed more, what would that also do to my bank account? Right. And so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. But so shameless. Um, I would say, do not be afraid to, well, for me, it's like just asking directly, reaching out to Tony Robinson, say, hey, I have a question for you that's a yes or yes answer. I'd love for you to be on my podcast. Is that something you can say yes to right now? Type of thing. Or uh, calling on the president of Neiman Marcus when I was looking to do an integration with one of our TV segments and the president of Neiman Marcus like responding and then us doing a deal together or the president of the Visa Black Card or um, Amex or, you know, like just go to the top. Do not be afraid. Again, the person with the most certainty wins. 
not to look for win lose, but just like you will, you know, um, you just never know by being absolutely shameless and going, people are like, start at the bottom. Like, why would you start at the bottom? Start at the top. Cause guess what leverage that's going to give you? Even if the president is not going to actually take the meeting, the president will ultimately in most cases connect you with their CMO or their a VP. But as soon as they get a directive from the president, then they're going to listen. And that meeting mm. is going to matter in a more meaningful way. So, and you can trade out these titles or these instances with whatever is relevant. But bottom line is be absolutely shameless in going for what you want to the very top. Mm. Oh uh, my gosh. I freaking love it, Michelle. Like you <laughs> added so much value. I'm going to, this is probably going to be one of my favorites just because there was mindset, which you're all about. I'm all about. And there were actual tips you know, that are going to change people's lives. And so I'm really excited about that. And I want all of you guys to follow Michelle on Instagram. When you listen to this episode and you get some nuggets, please take a screenshot of this podcast episode, tag both me and Michelle on Instagram. We would love to repost you. And then DM us if you have any questions about any of the concepts that we talked about today. I know both of us are very open to that. And the reason why I ask you to share that is because you know, it's a goal of the Mommy Millionaire podcast to reach 1 million lives in 2020. And that's just a year away. And so um, I would just love all of your guys' help in getting that message out there because I believe when people hear this type of message, they take action on their dreams and they build that life that they've craved for forever. And Mm -hmm. I can't do that alone. I need all of you guys to step in and help me get there. And so I just appreciate every single one of you that does it every single time. And I want to remind all of you guys that uh, the Mommy Millionaire Blueprint is available if you head over to mommymillionaire.co, there's people having massive breakthroughs in their business by doing that because it really sets you up for the most amazing business. If you follow (laughs) everything on there, you could literally just have a six-figure business right away. So Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So with that, you guys make sure to show Michelle some love and subscribe to her podcast, which we will link in the show notes. And we'll also show you guys her Instagram and we can make sure you guys connect on there. So, um, Michelle, thank you so much for being on. You are fantastic. You are fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for listening to the mommy millionaire podcast for free resources and materials, head over to mommymillionaire.co. Make sure to follow Mommy Millionaire on Spotify and subscribe on iTunes. And it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review of the show. And as always, ladies, go out there and get what you want. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend and you can head on over to iTunes to leave me a review. That would be so appreciated. And of course, if you like to reach me directly with any comments, questions, or feedback, you can do so at themindsetmashup.com. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to hearing from you.